Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So let's talk about the worst of the worst, though. You've got Pokemon Forever. Um, that is probably the worst Pokemon movie, in my opinion. Uh, uh, which one is that? Is that the one of Celebi? Yeah. Yep. What? How is that bad? What? How is it good? I loved watching that as a kid. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my excellent co-host, Dr. Shamu, and Scron. And as always, we will be bringing you the Puckle Podcast, the show where we talk everything Pokemon, from Pokemon, the video game to the trading card game to Pokemon Bet Trio. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that Shamu came up with in 1973 as a response to the oil crisis in the United States, where he opened a speakeasy named Puckle where they serve gasoline for 25 cents a gallon. You know it. This is all true. It's all factual, by the way. You and know, uh, for some reason, I doubt that. <laughs> you can you can do whatever you want, but it, you you can't dispute the facts. You weren't there. And so... <laughs> you, you are correct. I wasn't there. You weren't even born. <laughs> I, I don't there. think either of you were either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know my history. You don't know what I am. Chef, who is an immortal being? <laughs> He transcends the, <laughs> the nature of temporality. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, of course, we're here to bring you the show as always. This week, we're going to be bringing you the news followed up by the Poke Quiz. Then we're going to bring you the topic about things that we still think are broken in Pokemon and should be fixed. And then we're going to follow that up with the Pokemon the episode and end the show with the mailbag. So just stay tuned for all that good ear listening stuff. Yeah. <laughs> ear listening stuff. Yeah. That's how it works. And uh, okay. that's 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 like our new tagline, I think. Uh, <laughs> Puckle, the Poke- Pokemon podcast where you get ear listening stuff <laughs> about Pokemon, about Pokemon. Uh, and so, as always, <laughs> though, I want to start the show off by asking you guys, how you been? How you been doing? Yeah, Shamu, how you been? I'm tired. <laughs> 
Is that that's all that's been going on in your life? You're just tired immortally. Yeah. I mean, it, to be fair, being an immortal being can be pretty stressful. It's, it, it takes its toll on you when you're also working in retail. <laughs> I mean, he, he it's a long history of retail from the speakeasy, the twenty five cent yeah. gasoline. And... Yes. <laughs> Unless you find another uh, job. <laughs> that speakeasy's yeah. just not working out. The profit margins on that gasoline aren't doing too well, right? Yeah. <laughs> there are no profit margins. I make like seventy five cents a day. <laughs> not <laughs> even. Not. Yeah. <laughs> and those are from tips. <laughs> yeah. It just breaks even there, you know. But how about you do yeah. how how you been doing Pokemon wise? I know you've been working on Pokemon stuff. I know this for a fact. Oh yeah. No. PDL prep is happening. For those of you who don't know, PDL is the Puckle Draft League. It is a format where you draft Pokemon and then you have a set roster and you essentially counter team against somebody else every week. It's it's pretty fun. It's a good time. That's uh, but continue. All doing. That's all Pokemon you've been doing. Wise. Are you, do you think you're going to win? I'm planning on it. <laughs> you know, that's generally the correct mindset to have. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to inspire conversation here, you know, just like just trying to move <laughs> forward. You know, oh. You're right. You're right. What, what about you, Scron? What about you? Uh, well, I've actually been, uh, well, for Puckle Draft League, which I'm also a part of, I've uh, been trying to finally get through ultra moon version <laughs> did you draft a mega and you haven't beaten the game yes i, I have mega tyranitar and i can't <laughs> use it until i get to the point where i can mega evolve and oh, man. Um, i'm so I also sorry want to be able to like use z crystals and stuff uh it's fine i've i've gotten through basically most of akala island and then i get the which is absolute slog so you have like four hours you still have like four hours of gameplay uh yeah i do i do and that's if i uh rush through like i like mm-hmm. to take my time i i like to construct a team and i like to i don't use an exp share because i think that's for babies so uh oh man dude, you i do not compromise my values in pokemon thatch you haven't played against uh ultra necrozma though like that's the problem oh yeah that's a rough fight yeah well, it's just yeah, a lot of grinding it. it's it's i'll get through it uh in other news, I'm super excited for Puckle Draft League. I've been preparing and uh, team constructing on Showdown against my Magic with Big B. Um, hey, guys. Uh, well, actually, Dr. Shamu, out of all of the Pokemon in your roster, what is the Pokemon you think is the most uh, underappreciated but like has the most potential? Why would I release that information? Yeah, honestly. like It's too early for that. It's, it's not even week one. <laughs> Well, it'll be week one if we. It's week this, one. But... It's week one when this is released, but it, right now it's week zero. My grand strategy has been obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm salty too, but like <laughs> people snipe my stuff. But in the long run, I'm not going to reveal information. I mean, that's well, the po- that's the point of draft league, though. Like you're going to yeah. get sniped. Like it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, pretty well though. Unless you're just like, man, I just want uh, I want a tier one, or, or I only want tier fives on my team. Like if you're that guy, then you're you're okay. You know, that that's a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> strategy, in quotes. If all the tier fives <laughs> could be like Gorgized, I, I think that'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm excited to finally play the Blastoise DLC when I get back to my university. Oh, that's true. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to oh, punch someone in the face? Man, I want to I talk about that a little bit later in the news. But, <laughs> oh, man, I, I saw that video this morning and I'm so hyped. Like I like I haven't played Pokemon since it came out on the Switch. 
I, I didn't purchase it. Um, my wife purchased it. I did not because she's way more into Pokken than I am. But when I heard Blastoise was coming as a fighter, I thought, man, I'm probably going to have to do this. Like if, if they make him punch somebody in the face as Mega Blastoise, <laughs> like I have to, right? Oh, did we and get that right yet? So that comes out next week. Um, it's okay, like the 23rd or the 25th it comes out. And so Mega Blastoise is in that. And he like they just released his ultra move though, or what's it called? What what are the moves called? Do you remember burst? Burst moves. Burst moves, yeah. And they just released that. It was on Twitch. It's on the it's on the Pokemon subreddit right now. If you want to go check it out, it's uh I also linked to it in our in our group chat. So it's uh we'll put it in the show notes. We'll just drop it in the show notes if you haven't seen it. Um it it was uh it was pretty cool. Uh, and it makes me, it means that I have to play Mega Blastoise now. Like I have to play Blastoise. I have to go play Pokemon and become good at the game just so I can give Blastoise his dues. Yes, you do. This is non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's unfortunately, I, I've built it up for like, I, at this you point, five years, years. Yeah. <laughs> I built this up for about five years now and <laughs> it, they, they're finally, they're finally letting me have my, have my chance. So yep. All that's right. where well, we that's are. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I mean, I've been working on my thesis. <laughs> you know, that's fair. Writing. To be fair, to be fair, I finished a rough draft of it this week, so that's good news. Um, I just need to go through and do like a lot of heavy editing, but it, it's done. Uh, I finally got the defense scheduled as well, so yeah. I I know what I'm going to be defending my thesis, which gives me a due date for my thesis, which makes everything a little bit less stressful in terms of like I need to get this done because I don't know when it's going to be due. Now I know what it's going to be doing. I have a deadline so I can like actually plan my life out. Now you just and, need to bribe all of the old men who will be evaluating you. Uh, to be fair, it's more of like a ceremony than anything, thankfully. So like yeah. I kind of go in there, I give a talk, and I go, I have a job. And they go, okay, well, we can't not graduate you then. And, <laughs> and then they graduate <laughs> you. And that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Because at least one of those people already thinks that I should graduate because it's my advisor. And yeah. So it's, uh, it, it's one of those things. But outside of yeah. that, I've been like nuzlocking yellow version. I haven't done any competitive Pokemon in like the past three weeks. I, I feel real yeah, bad about okay. that. But it's especially since we have to do a battle cast this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah. it's uh it's definitely it's definitely interesting. We'll see though. Uh yeah, just nuzlocking yellow though. I'm getting through that so that I can move my way onto crystal version and feel accomplished. And uh, working on a couple PuckleCon things outside of that. Just waiting to hear back from like a venue that I think might be the might be the venue of choice. And we'll we'll see though. We'll see. Maybe it's something different. And yeah, that's gonna be it though. So let's let's head over to the news. Let's talk about Mega Blastoise. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. The news. Uh, we have a few things to talk about here. First of all, if you want your Heatran slash Regigigas for your Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, or Sun and Moon game, that code is now launched in the United States. For those of you who don't know who, how to get that code, um, you had to have signed up for the Pokemon Trainer newsletter. They just did it, I think, on Friday. They just dropped them all. So that was cool. I mean, it took a whole month and a half to get them to everybody, but they're there now. You can go get a Heatran or a Regigigas if you're just like, man, I don't have enough Regigigas in my life. And <laughs> We all need some of that slow start Regigigas. 
Oh man. And also that, that that that's like that's like the most paltry news that ever existed. Next one piece of news is Lugia is back in Pokemon Go as the legendary raid because they're like, man, we're not putting the Regis or the Ladias in here anymore. They nah. also they also apparently increased its catch rate. So if that's you're cool. gonna go do it and you don't have Lugia, now's the time to do it. Like me, I don't have one, I, so now I need to yeah. go make friends or like jump in on a Lugia raid somewhere. But I believe it is also possible to get a shiny. Yes, I believe so as well. If yeah. it is, I believe it's an instant catch. Is it really? Like uh, they're talking about it in Discord. I don't know if the facts or anything. I do know. I, I do know they increased the catch rate on it, though. The catch rate of Lugia yeah. is higher, so you it yeah. won't be as frustrating to go catch Lugia this time. Yeah, I mean, if it is a shiny one, I believe the catch rate is just automatic. So that would be kind of dumb. You find a shiny one. Yeah, that would suck. That would really suck. I'm not gonna lie. So they might. I don't know if it's a fact or not, but. Mm-hmm. but I, that's what I've seen. I'm happy to see that they're bringing back legendaries though and cycling them. Yeah, this was my Make worry. This was my best. main concern until now that they weren't going to cycle them. So good on them. Good on good on you, Niantic, for making it so I can still play this game and not be upset. <laughs> oh. Completionists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right exactly. I mean, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at Pokemon. Like Pokemon completionist too. Like that's like a whole new level for me. Right. Like yeah, if I, I can't so. catch all the Pokemon. Like, that's the moment that I'm just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Your game's garbage. Gotta uh, catch them all! Yeah, pretty much. It's it's awful. They Like, that's been ingrained in my mind since I was eight years old, so you, you can only mm-hmm. imagine, right? 19 years of just like, gotta catch them all, and then it's just, it gets slightly depressing. Um, all right, so... It looks like uh, there are some uh, limited edition Ash Pikachu TCG cards mm-hmm. that are coming... To the UK and Ireland. Well, they were already oh, okay. out in the US. Like, we could already get yeah. them in the US. Uh, if you went to, like, GameStop and bought, like, $25 worth of Pokemon TCG product, they would just give you a pack of three of them or something like that. You could do it via Nintendo or PokemonCenter.com, too. That's what I did. Yeah, you could do that as well. Because they had a bunch of stuff I never got a hold of. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, oh, just buy this binder, this tin, this tin. And, like, I got, like, I think in the long run, I ended up getting, like, 10 packs. Yeah. GameStop is doing a lot of Pokemon stuff lately too. I talk about this a lot recently. Yeah, they're, they're... they're doing a lot more things with them, which is nice. But I don't really go there anymore. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like GameStop is just going to turn into a merch store eventually. Oh yeah, no. Half the stores are already doing. It's already merch. So I love that they're turning into Pokemon centers, though. That's my favorite thing. That's nice. That is nice. It's yeah. just going to become my my daily Pokemon center at the GameStop. Just waiting for them just to give in eventually. Just let Nintendo yes. buy you out, guys, and then turn all of your door handles into Pokeball-shaped handles. <laughs> Install giant statues of various legendary Pokemon in every location. And legendary trainers, such as Trainer Thatch. <laughs> oh my god. There we go. There's, the, there's, my, there's my fake egotistical moment for the day. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me just have a bit of, a bit of an aside, but like whenever yeah. I lived in Japan, uh, one of the coolest things about visiting each Pokemon Center is that in each Pokemon Center, there's a different uh, statue of a legendary yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, true. Like uh, in the Sky Tree, which is, the Sky Tree is one of the largest towers in the world. Uh, in the Sky Tree, like you would find uh, Rayquaza, which is like the Sky Pillar. It's really high up, haha. Or like if you went to Sapporo, which is the snowiest city in the world, you could actually. I think the statue was of uh, Alolan Vulpix. That's cute. And the big one currently, the Pokemon Mega Center, it was Lunala and uh, what, what's the other one? Lunala. Sol- and, Solgaleo. Yeah, Solgaleo. Yeah, they have a bunch of other ones too. Anyway, yeah. rant over. No, I mean that's a good rant. That's that, that's a good piece of information. 
Yeah. Go get your photos with all the legendary Pokemon. I keep forgetting that people like aren't as ingrained in the Pokemon culture as I am all the time because like that's common knowledge for me. (laughs) (laughs) But there's probably somebody who doesn't know that. And I forget this all the time on the show. I'm just like, well, we shouldn't talk about that because they'll know about it because I know about it. And it's just like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I I should not be the bar for what people know. So more more Pokemon news. If you want to practice your VGC skills and get a chance to get some championship points while doing all of this in your underwear, you can do so by signing up for the International Challenge. The registrations are open now, and the tournament starts on Thursday, 7 p.m. EDT. This is all online. This is a, one of their Nintendo Challenge. And if you're going to go ahead and play and you're just like, well, I'm probably not going to get championship points. Well, at least you get 50 battle points. That's almost worth like 10 Mantine Surfs. Or not 10, like 5 Mantine Surfs. So... Go and do that. Have some fun with that. Um, yeah. Speaking of Lugia, by the way, if you are in Japan and you want to go ahead and go see the 21st Pokemon movie, which does pique my interest because I love how they're just going off script and doing whatever they want, right? Yeah. And uh, if you get your ticket, you'll get a special Lugia. I forget what the special move is, but there's you get a special Lugia out of it. I believe it has multi-scale and everything. It's just like... Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh. It's, it's got all flying type moves, and it has, like, mm-hmm. Aeroblast, um, Hurricane... And it's and nicknamed Wind Lugia. That's what it is. It's nicknamed yeah. Wind Lugia. Oh, yeah. I found it. Yep. It only knows flying type moves. It's got Aeroblast, Default, Tailwind, and Hurricane, Ooh. which you can't normally learn. But then Ooh. again, I would think you'd just use Aeroblast anyways. Yeah, but you would definitely use like Aeroblast over Hurricane. It's a little weaker, but it always hits. But, um... Well, Hurricane, if you could mix, you could probably like match it up with like a Pelipper or something like. That. Yeah, that's one thing you can do too. So do it with and then you get like thirty percent confusion rate. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's Wind Lugia because it's uh something about the Wind City Festival and. Dude, I'm super hyped for this movie. I was so hyped yeah. for Pokemon Movie Twenty, and I was not incredibly let down. And I like, I'm looking forward. To I this. love you, Ash. <laughs> I'm just more curious where they're going with this. I, I really love that they're just going off script and they're doing whatever. I think they're trying to recapture that uh, movie 2000 like magic yeah. with it, which I'm I'm inc- I'm also okay with. I love yeah. Pokemon the movie 2000. It like if I want just like a feel good nostalgia movie, that's the movie I want to watch, right? Uh and Pokemon the first movie is good too, but that one I feel like it just it's a little too real sometimes. Uh, Fetch, you're wrong. Why isn't your favorite Pokemon movie the ones whose name I don't remember with Latios and Latias and the fossil Pokemon? Pokemon Heroes? I mean, that. So, like, there's like tiers of Pokemon movies. And so, I would say in like the top, top tier of Pokemon movies, you have like the first three movies. Like, those are obviously the best movies, the first three. And, uh, you know, like, I definitely put Rise of Dark Ride near the top. I, so so then you've got you've got tiers below that and so like in the next section I I personally and you can disagree with me that's perfectly fine um, I would put Pokemon the movie twenty because it's going to be like its own series of films right we're probably this this new f- movie is going to go in there and I would put that movie I would put Pokemon the movie twenty I thought that I thought it was solid um, and then underneath that I would put all three movies from the from the Gen four arcs I would definitely mm-hmm. put those there I think those were those were solid movies compared to some of the other ones we've gotten. Though I really liked uh, movie eight, which was Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, I it's, prob- a, it's a good one. It's fun. Uh, so let's talk about the worst of the worst. Though you've got Pokemon Forever, um, that is probably the worst Pokemon movie in my opinion. Uh, uh, which one is that? Is that the one of Celebi? Yeah. Yep. What? How is that bad? What? How is it good? I loved watching that as a kid. 
how is it good? Tell me how it's good. I I, I don't know. It's just nostalgia. Yeah, honestly. exactly. It's not good. Uh, um, I like the whole aspect of going back in time and like, oh, there's Pokemon smugglers and they have a Tyranitar. And like, the, the only cool part was the going back in time part. I think. I think that was the only yeah. cool part. And the because other, they like seeing people at like back mm-hmm. in time was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, and then you also have the Pokemon Ninth movie. That one was awful. The Manaphy movie. Oh no, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> that one was so bad. You have Ash going Super Saiyan to fight a pirate. I thought it was great. I mean, oh, it's great if you want to go over the top. We have just different tastes in Pokemon movies, apparently. We do. <laughs> so next time, Scrawn, that you and I are together and we have like a 24-hour block of time, we're just going to watch all the Pokemon movies. Uh, yeah, back to back to back. Each other. <laughs> and, we'll, and I'll be like, this is so cool. And it'll be like, this part sucks. And it'll be perfect. Slow bros can't talk, damn it. Uh, fun fact, though, if you do want to okay, listen to okay. a commentary on a Pokemon movie done by Puckle, Ethan and I actually did one way back in the day. Um, it is available to patrons only, though. So if you're a patron, you can actually go, though, and download an entire commentary of Pokemon, the first movie done by me and Ethan from like three years ago or something like that. How exciting. Yeah, we actually did a solid job, in my opinion, on that one. We tried to do Pokemon the movie 2000 with Bo, but um, particular things were involved in that recording and it did not come out well at all. So, uh, moving on though, um, I guess that's it. I think that was, that was was everything. Uh, yeah, it was, but it was worth it. So that is going to be it for the news guys. We are going to kick it on over then to poke, uh, puckles, pokey quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz your host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Yeah. Not fighting it. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. As always, we have five questions for all of our co-hosts here today. Each of these questions is worth one point. They are working together as a team to answer them. One of these questions will have a bonus point attached to it, and they have one hint that they can use to answer any of these questions. Of course, they can not use the hint and get all of the questions correct and then use that hint to get an extra point for a possible total of seven points. They are racing against the other co-hosts for a total of 30 points today. Uh, Scrawn, you are in shooting distance, actually, because you're only five points behind Sublime. You're at 19, and he's at 24. So you well, can, you can actually pull it off. It's all right. I'm here to have fun. All right. We'll, we'll see what happens. Well, you should give your points to Shamu, then. And <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll help this guy again. Well. <laughs> All right, so if you guys are ready, I have questions for you today. Question number one is written by me out of my brain. And I want to know, in the first episode of the Pokemon anime, Ash stumbles upon a portrait of legendary Pokemon in the Pokemon Center. Oh. What Pokemon is not a legendary bird in that panel? Because there's four Pokemon. Arcanine. Yeah, it's, it's Arcanine. Because technically it's the legendary Pokemon. There you go. That is correct. Um, that is your softball question for today. Now get Yay. ready for everything else. Are you are you ready for question number two then? Yeah. Um, all right. Question number two. Before Generation Four, what is the only move that could be special or physical? 
Four Generation Two, the only oh, before Generation split. Four. Oh my gosh, I miss because I, I said question two. This is before Generation Four, before the physical special split. What All is right. the only move that could be special or physical? Uh, Doctor Shamu, is that secret power? Um, actually, because I know it changes I, based on the terrain. But doesn't nature power as well? Yeah, but nature power actually switches to a different move. Yeah, like nature power uh, picks a different move uh, to use. But it's still classified as nature power. Nature power doesn't count. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. So I would say secret power then, yeah. Cause uh, I, let me, let's I, think about some other possibilities. Yeah. Because I'm trying Is to think something else and I just... Hidden power, maybe? It's, hidden power is always the one. Well, wait. It was always physical, I guess, maybe. What? Wait. Would that be because type was... I don't know now, because I think type would be... Because technically it's a normal type when he's hidden power, it changes its type. And at that point, it would depend... Because as far as I'm aware, whatever type it is depends if it's special or physical. Yeah, it's tricky. But I, I can't remember secret I do power think it being... was, I do think hidden power was always physical back then, though. Maybe secret power as well, or actually... You know, I don't... Hmm... I don't know about secret power to be perfectly honest. But I know it does change moves, but I just don't know if it changes its physical or special. Yeah, changes power. the side effects. So I, I wouldn't say secret power. Maybe hidden power is our best bet. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with hidden power myself, though. Just because. Give me I just a sec. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna need an answer. Uh, 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 I'm gonna say uh, hidden power, then be salty afterwards. All right. So right hidden now, power good. is yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. Because hidden power can change types. Look at that, guys. You guys are getting. You guys are at two points right now. You're two for two. All e right. So, so because <laughs> I wrote these questions very quickly, um, all of these have to do with moves. Fantastic. Um, so I want to know next uh, because we have Scrawn here on the show. What is oh, the only no. poison type move capable of restoring hit points? Oh no! <laughs> uh, and it's through the effect of the actual attack, correct? Yes, it's it's when you use the attack, you'll get HP. Yes, like that's the point of using the attack. That's what I thought. I'm just making sure I'm gathering it correctly. It's not some stupid combo. No. Um. Ooh. I mean, it requires something else to happen to be able to use the move to restore hit points. Like oh, maybe, it but the has move to will fail. Poison out. type move used on a poison type Pokemon or something. That would make sense. So, like, I don't know, like Sludge Bomb or something. Uh, I don't. I don't think so, though. Uh, um, acid move. I'm just trying to think of stuff. I know it's probably a signature move or closer to a very niche move. Well, Venom Drudge. Yeah, he did say that something has to happen for it to be the case, which makes me think that it the has to be The move will fail otherwise. The move will fail otherwise. Oh. Okay. Um. Uh -huh. I remember seeing this. I just don't remember what the fuck it's called. Yeah, I don't know if I know the name. You just want to use our hint, Shaman? Yeah, it's the hint. All right. uh, this is a signature move on a Gen 7 Pokemon. The Pokemon itself is not a poison type. So it's a poison type move on a non-poison Pokemon. And it's a signature move. 
Oof. I don't know. Because Gen 7 be a little, and I don't know anything that has... Uh, it's a water-type Pokemon. Is it Araquanid? I, I think... Did Araquanid have sense. a... I don't... I think it did. It's... Water Pokemon that's got a Poison-type signature? I don't even know. Oh, man. This is something, isn't it's not it? not Poison. I, I don't... Oh, man. Let oh. me see if I can get you another fact about this Pokemon. Because, honestly, nothing, nothing's clicking. This Pokemon, this Pokemon has no has no moves that will actually damage the opponent. Oh, it's Pukamuku. Oh, it's Pukamuku. Oh, I don't know what it gets. I don't know what the move is though. Uh. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, okay. So the ability is inside out, insides out. Uh, yeah. Maybe we could just like make up a move name like regurgitate or vomit or something like puke. Uh, I you're so close. You're so close. Uh, <laughs> I I don't nothing's coming to mind. I'm uh, right now. Uh, stomach expel. I'm gonna stomach. need an answer here, guys. Uh, food poisoning. No, no let's just do regurgitate. Regurgitate. That is unfortunately incorrect. Yeah, the answer no. is actually purify. What? Purify is a poison type move? Purify is a poison type move, and it only works if the if the Pokemon itself has a non-volatile status condition, such as poison or paralysis or something like that. It removes that oh. and gives you 50% of your health back. Fun huh. fact. I thought it was a poison type move. I thought it was like normal. Nope, it's a poison type move. All oh, right, so let's, 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 let's redeem yourselves with uh, this next question. This next one has a bonus point attached to it. So I want to know, because rock types are known for missing, like that critical stone edge every once in a while, you miss those. And But two rock type moves in particular actually have 100% accuracy. What are they? One's Accelerock. Yeah, that's what I was What's, thinking. The, are they both offensive moves? Uh, no, yes, they are no, both offensive moves. Yeah, uh, Dr. Shamu, it's Power Gym. Yeah, it's Power Gym, yeah. No, wait, no, 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 wait, wait. There's... There's three then. Wait, there's three. There's power oh. gem and then ancient power. Oh. oh. Angel, both of those have 100 percent accuracy. So does Accelerock. Oh my gosh, the question's wrong. You're... Sounds <laughs> like we need two and a half points. Oh, no, we're not doing that game right now. <laughs> yeah, we're doing two and a half points, man. <laughs> we're, we're, um, uh, I, I miss. I wrote the question down incorrectly. It's supposed to be physical rock type moves, but I'll give it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll give you both points. Uh, that is correct. Um, Let's see if we can get the other physical rock. That is correct. I'll uh, give you all of the points. Uh, get, I'll give you 30 seconds, and then we're going to move on to the next question. Uh, uh, the, okay, I'm curious. Like, what would be another physical? Another physical rock type move with 100% accuracy. I wonder if it's a signature. Um, uh, is it, like, rock head or something? And it's not like, it's not head smash, no. Not head smash, not rock wrecker, not stone edge, not rock slide, not rock throw. Um. Huh. Well, I'm just going to tell you guys now. Uh, the it. answer is Smackdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smackdown's right, yeah. Smackdown. All right. So we are going to go ahead and jump into question number five. You guys are doing pretty well, though. You guys are like four points so far today, so that's pretty solid. Let's see if you can make it five. All right, so question number five. I want to know what ground-type Pokemon has the highest base HP? 
round. Oh tonight. man, Zygarde's up there. Oh oh, Zygarde. Stumpfisk. It's Stumpfisk. Zygarde uh, complete. It's got like two hundred here, like a hundred something. Uh okay. I'm just worried about making a decision this quickly. I doubt it's anything that has more HP than Zygarde complete for a ground type. Do you know a ground type that has like over 180? Uh, you know, not off the top of my head. Uh, like stuff that is high comes to mind, but like that's stuff like Hit Powdon or, you know, any of the gra- uh, water grounds. Um, um, what are there any like mega ground types we need to be? Mega ground on? megas don't gain HP. Oh, okay. That's really good to know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sure. Let's go with Zygarde complete. That is correct. Um, It is Zygarde complete by a long shot. Base 216 HP. That's what it's 200. Yeah. I thought it was 200. I'm like, I almost thought they owe 180. The next next highest one is Rhyperior with base 115. um, Followed up by Gastrodon, base 111. Wishcash with 110, um, Mamoswine as well with 110, and then you've got Excadrill with 110, Stunfisk is 109, um, and then mm. you start getting Garchomp and Hippowdon, and then regular, 50% Zygarde, stuff like that. They're all really close, the, yeah. the ones below Zygarde, yeah, they're all... like 115 to 109, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. So that that is it for you guys today. You guys got five points, though, so that's pretty solid. And so let me go yeah. ahead and... Add in those points for you guys. So I'm gonna I'm I'm doing math. Um, so Shamu, actually, you you get to make a jump today, bud. Because um, everybody else below Sublime and uh, below Sublime and uh, Scrawn are just way down there. So let's see. We are gonna go ahead. We are gonna sort these tables. So the new standings are Sublime and Scrawn are tied for first place with 24 points. Whimsicott, Whimsicott, Bat, Whimsicott and Dr. Shamu are tied with 11 points. Uh, Jushiro is in fifth with eight points. Maximus is in sixth with seven points, tied with Gator and Snag. Uh, Bosephus and Basket are tied with six points, and Viger bringing up the rear with five. So that is going to be it for this week's Puckle Podcast. Uh, we will be back, or not Puckle Podcast, this week's Pokey Quiz. Uh, well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you guys with the topic. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Puckalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Puckle Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the topic. The topic today is why haven't they fixed this yet? Things that are stupid and should not still be a problem in Pokemon. So basically Thatch. Yes. Why am I still here? Why am I still here? Nobody knows. How has this happened? (laughs) <laughs> what have you all done you like this i'm just messing with you Thatch. you're great you're not wrong uh <laughs> man if i if only i had a nickel for every time i have that kind of crisis where somebody's just like why are you guys listening to this this is awful <laughs> all right 
So welcome to the topic. Um, I'm, I'm going to let Scron start here because I think he probably has better ones than I do. Well, but... I have three. Okay, have so, three. so kick us off. Kick us off. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, the first one I have written down is uh, I feel like there's been a major problem in uh, the Pokemon games with hotkeys. And don't don't like say anything yet. Let me justify this. I'm saying uh, what they did in Gen 6 where they had sort of the – the the you know the oh, d-pad yeah thing. the d-pad thing yeah i really like that I, I thought it was super convenient you didn't have to like reselect your key item all the time but they sort of regressed this and actually the d-pad wasn't enough for me in my opinion because whenever they switch transition from gen 3 with the you know help manuals on the lr key, keys yeah they uh t- took away a lot of the functionality of just the keys in general uh, just without but like if you press them, it's not mm-hmm. going to do anything. Oh, we don't get anything like, with the bumpers now, do we? Yeah, we don't. So what I'm saying is like maybe we use those spare keys as like a uh, uh, either oh, more like okay. a, yeah more, yeah like to more get select different buttons or, yeah stuff like that. I, I want to be able to bounce around like it could even be like a quick key to get to uh, you know like a the medicine bag or something to heal mm. your pokemon like because now i feel like you have to press the menu button you have to select the bag then you have to scroll through the brag bag to the i just want to ask if it's something like i don't know if you remember heart gold soul silver we were all praised how good that what menu was if something like that would remedy it because heart gold soul silver you had access to like medicine and tms and everything when you just tap the bottom screen yeah, that that was nice that was nice but like uh, I, I want more customizability, and I think this is sort of the overlying theme of my problems. Mm-hmm. Is uh, the game sort of changes things up so much that it's not really consistent in like how oh, people can yeah. interact with stuff. Absolutely, you know. I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I you're talking to uh, the the Pokenav. The <laughs> it's like, what do all these things do? Can I just get some stability in my life? Yeah. It's it's like every Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon giveth, but Pokemon also taketh. Um, yes, they're very yes. good at taking. <laughs> they're very good at taking. Yeah, no, I understand. I can see a better like optimization because yeah, like you said, we don't use the bumpers for literally anything. And... Oh, you like the player search system and all of its wonderfulness? Let me take that away and give you oh, Festival God. Plaza. Festival Plaza, the thing that nobody wanted. And <laughs> it's it's literally the answer to it's literally an answer to a problem that nobody had. <laughs> that's that's Festival Plaza in a nutshell. But you can build a plaza where you can interact with people who aren't actually in your game with you. It's so bad. It's like it's like let's take Entralink and then shove it together with uh, with Join Avenue and shove it together with the PSS, but not a functional version of the PSS, mind you. Like yes. finding your friends, that's gonna be hard. You have to work for it. <laughs> and that, that is Festival uh, Plaza in a nutshell. It's Festival Plaza. So welcome, welcome to Pokemon, guys. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast, where we like welcome to poop to on. Uh, <laughs> we like to poop on Festival Plaza. So, uh, so for me, I think mine were a bit more competitive in that we have things like Landorus that's just been dominating the metagame for pretty much three generations, like since it came out. Landorus Therian, mm-hmm. since it existed, has been a dominant force in Pokemon, and mm-hmm. this is one of those things that's over centralizing the metagame. 
And I think a good way, because Pokemon's aware of, like, its fan base. I know Nintendo actively encourages, like, not listening to the fans and their ideas so that we don't end up with fan games becoming real games. Uh But I think it would be really interesting if they did something to Landorus. Because Landorus, it's on every team now in VGC. It's always in that meta where we just open it up to national decks. Landorus is a constant force. And Mm -hmm. I would really like to see it. Like, I I don't know. Was I talking to you about this, Shamu? Um, I was talking to somebody about this recently, where a good way to fix Landorus is just to give it the Gengar treatment. The Gengar treatment? What's the Gengar treatment? So, get rid of the ability, essentially, or, like, flying? Part of the reason that Landorus is so good is because it has that Intimidate ability coupled with its defenses, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, a Pokemon with Ice Punch isn't going to be able to easily counter Landorus after they take a minus one sp- uh, attack drop, right? Yeah, and so that let's take intimidate away from Landorus. One, it would definitely drop usage in VGC at that point, um, mm-hmm. and y- you give it some kind of crap ability that it doesn't really need, like give it pickup or something. I don't care. Telepathy. Um, telepathy. Yeah, give it telepathy. Honestly, uh, give give Landorus telepathy, mm-hmm. and you fix the situation right there. Yeah. So I well, just fix that. Just do that. Do that, and then you force Smogon to change their meta game. Hmm. Well, that uh, I I don't know. I honestly don't play enough VGC to really know. It, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to say. I never really thought Landorus was that bad to be around, as long as you run something that's specifically designed to beat Landorus on your team. But that's part of the problem. Isn't that's part it? of the problem. Yeah. The problem is called yeah. overcentralization. And yeah. when Landorus, I believe in VGC, is on at just about half of all teams. Ooh, yeah, that that doesn't sound very good to me. So you're, the problem that you have, and why haven't they changed this, is that some Pokemon are just too good. Specifically Landorus. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically Landorus. Specifically Landorus Therian. But uh, what about leave... all of those Defiant Pokemon that would drop down in usage as well? Who cares about then... Bisharp and Melodic? They'll still be used anyway. <laughs> yeah, Melodic's going to be used anyway. Intimidate the thing. Yeah, Intimidate's still going to be a thing. It's just, it's not going to be on Landorus. Like, I'm not saying sure. get rid of the ability to intimidate. Keep Incineroar. Yeah, especially Incineroar since they just, just gave it. it to Incineroar, right? Yeah. yeah. Incineroar is going to see a ton of more usage now in VGC. It was already, mm-hmm. like, 12th most used or something like that in VGC. It's going to see yeah. way more usage now that it's got Intimidate. Intimidate yeah. plus Fake Out plus Darkest Lariat. Like, it, Incineroar is the way to go. But let's let's not talk about Incineroar. Yeah. I've got uh, two more. Why okay. haven't they changed this yet? Actually, three more. If you, this is kind of a combined one, so I'm going to combine these two into one. Okay. Uh, the first is uh, why, like, I think it'd be a bit of a you know stretch to imagine, but I don't. I think it makes sense, and I, I like to see difficulty levels in a Pokemon game. They had it. Bring they up. had it. Yeah. They got rid of it. They had it. Why yeah. did they get rid of it? I don't know. It was one of the weird generations. Well, it was also stupid in Gen 5 because the way you unlocked it was by beating the game. And then you got a key to unlock hard mode once you beat the game. So then you have to restart the game to get the difficulty level up. You know, what What I'd like to see is basically, a, you know, layout at the beginning of the game. Like when people originally buy the game, that's basically like, will you, this EXP share be active throughout the game? Because what they're doing now is they have the EXP share just be given to you early on in the game. And if you leave the EXP share on, 
then it basically makes the game easy mode for the rest of the game. But if you take it off, it's almost too hard because the game is designed around having the EXP share. What I'd like is an either like you get the EXP share and you get easy mode or you can get hard mode with no EXP share or you can get like, a, I mean, you can do this all yourself, but like that's not yeah. clearly like explained to the players. No, I think what they should do is just beef up the NPCs, honestly. Like, that's my biggest gripe with a modern-day Pokemon game, is that if you look at when you go through the game, all the trainers you fight have, like, one or two Pokemon. It's not that many Pokemon, unless it's, like, a boss battle and it's, like, five, right? And yeah. There's not, there's not much middle ground, though. You, you never battle a trainer with, like, four. Uh, like, that's just a big thing that bothers me. Make some Pokemon trainers that have four Pokemon and <laughs> give me, like, yeah. a medium challenge. I, I think they did an awesome job in making the game upping the game difficulty with the use of totem Pokemon. I thought that yeah. was because that, that two on one scenario trick. I think is great. <laughs> I oh, I honestly true. do. I think two on one like is just great. Pokemon. So that's yeah. something that should keep going. They I hope they can find a way to integrate that in the next game. Because I feel like they're gonna go back to like a gym setting in the next game, but give me totem Pokemon as like part of the story or something like that. That would be interesting. <laughs> Uh, the one, the thing I had that sort of coincides with this is, and it might help facilitate the introduction of difficulty levels in the Pokemon would be ha- actually having multiple save files. Yeah, I, I you agree know, with that. You know, I think that like the point of not having multiple save files is pretty obvious. Like they want people to buy multiple copies of the game. And Pokemon I think that like the Pokemon community is at such a point where people need their one game and they're not going to be sharing it with people like they're, they're so scared of, you know? Oh dude, I totally, but like, but like, it's super inconvenient to like have to trade over all your Pokemon and restart a game. If you ever want to do that. Mm -hmm. And God forbid you're a competitive player, right? And you want to restart the game. Yeah. Right. Isn't that awful? Because like, Mm -hmm. if you go to a VGC all the time and you need, you need your mega bracelet and you have to beat the game for that. And right now, that's you're talking about a 20-hour story I got to go through to get my mega bracelet. Pretty much. Yeah, you're in that same boat right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am, and I, it's a struggle. It really is, fam. Yeah, it's awful, especially with the fact that Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon are the same freaking game. Um, <laughs> and so, like, we all got ah so disappointed, so yeah. so so disappointed. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I've got one last thing here. Okay, go for it. Uh, and uh, it's sort of is uh, hitch, hitch, uh, hitching a ride on the something that a lot of uh, Japanese MMORPGs are already doing. And uh, specifically, I'm talking about, like, I know a lot of people don't like this game, Final Fantasy Thirteen, And what I thought Final Fantasy Thirteen did right was the lore. And in, uh, what they would do is they didn't spell it out for you. They didn't spell out the lore unless you specifically went to what this hub in the menu had and it was like the lore database and you could read up stuff about basically anything that you wanted to locations people current events and all this stuff about the world that you're playing the game in Uh, what i think would be cool is if pokemon had this sort of lore database where you could unlock tidbits of information about the world that you're playing in like what happened with the pokemon war what happened in the most recent years like why are lapras suddenly becoming more common again like uh are mucks actually going extinct you know stuff like this i would argue they kind of already have that yeah 
I, they, no, it, it's, it's, it's not as spelled out as I'd want it to be. Like, the lore in Pokemon exists, but it's super, super vague to get anything. Like, you have to read into everything. There was actually an interview about that, though, and how that's intentional. They did that intentionally because this is supposed to be your story, and you build it up into your head, and you have a lot of... You're supposed to have headcanon, essentially, when you mm. play Pokemon. And that's how they intended the game to be made and played, is, hey, I have this headcanon. And I think this is the reason this is why things are happening this way in the world. Da-da-da-da-da. And you get a bunch of awesome things out of that, right? I mean, we, I don't think the Pokemon community would be the same if we had spelled out lore, right? Because you get some awesome, like, theories out of it because things are vague, right? The, the whole thing with, like, the Pokemon creation or even with Pokemon, the Pokemon war that we all think happened, right? <laughs> In, uh, it's, Red and blue. it's verified to be to have happened that it is not verified <laughs> no lieutenant surge we don't know what war he fought in we have no idea what war that was it's there's the old though. one though with the lucario one is that, that war that, that's, that's a different war that's a different war i'm saying but yeah. it is a war see so. this is the problem we're all confused right now about what actually happened and what didn't happen and i like it that way personally <laughs> i don't <laughs> It's confusing. Let's find a different game, Scrum. That's all you guys do. Yeah. Go, go start your, go start your Final Fantasy Underground Champions League. <laughs> I just need a foundation in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shamu, do you have any things that you wish they would? Uh, they that you're surprised they haven't fixed yet? Oh, man. Like Maybe they, just. I'm just like. They're already starting to do some of those things I'm a little annoyed with, with, like, Pokemon just being kind of, like, useless overall. Mm -hmm. So I get it, has, there has to be some. They're kind of yeah. fixing that slowly. Like, we got, what, we got, like, 20 buffs this generation? Yeah. Like, no, they, and that they, made a lot of, like, they No power creep is real, and they're fixing it. Yeah. Um, I just wish they made more type combinations again. Like, that's the only thing I'm, like, it's not really, like, a thing that's, like, broken or anything. It's just, like, I wish they would just do that. Hmm. Get, get get some uh, more steel dragons, some other stuff, some like just more type combinations. Cause we just kind of got like we have a whole bunch of single ones, and we have a couple like double that are just kind of common, but like just kind of spread that love to other things. Hmm. I understand that. Like, give us like, give us more psychic ice types that aren't like, sure. Yeah, and... psychic ice types. Give us a water fire, like other than volcanion. Like, yeah, I could see that. Give like, us some they, do, they, do have, they have a lot a of one and done fire. Yeah, it's just like, give us duns. more of those one-and-dones. Mm. That they, way we don't have one option. They do it. They just do it very slowly. I think yeah, that's, just I think that that's process the answer. Because well, sometimes they just kind of do it all at once. Like with mm -hmm. uh, Ghost uh, Grass, they just release Trevenant and Gorgias at the same time. It would be kind of cool for the starters this next generation if they did, like, especially they did, like, the Water Grass Fire, but they made the dual type their weakness. Oh, like you make you make the fire type so like one the, evolve into like a water a water fire type and then yep a fire you, into like a water or well that would be fire grass. I don't know. No. I think I think they had a missed opportunity back in Gen Six. It, if we go there, yo. because we got we got um we got water dark, uh fire fire psychic, and grass fighting right fighting yeah and i wish it would have been that you still had the water the water fire grass but then their secondary types would have gone backwards in the triangle yeah i would have really liked to have seen that because so instead you just swap like two of them and then you fix the whole problem so we can still have greninja be greninja but instead you get fire well firefighting um 
let's not do that one. Let's let's swap dark into fighting then. So we get a water fighting type, and we get mm. a, a grass dark type, right? So the dark type can beat the psychic type of the of the fire psychic, and the psychic type can beat the water type because it's a fighting type. And I, I wish we would have gotten more like that. That would have been cool. Yeah. Sure. That's that sure. one time I thought, didn't we? Um, I don't know. I think they're opening up a lot of things, though, especially now that they've opened no, up this, the regional variant store with Alola. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to yeah. continue. I, I I feel like it's going to be one of those things like the Pokenab that gets cast aside. Regional so. variant store? What? Door. Door, not store. Door. Oh, okay. Sure. They, they opened the door to regional variants existing. So, like, in the next uh, that's gen... Just a, that's just a nod to, like, classical Darwinism right there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I hope that we get something more with that. Maybe we'll get, like, Gen 2 stuff that's regional variant. Though I know they did it purposely for the Gen 1 stuff, because, honestly, I agree, a lot of that stuff did need a refresher. Like, I wasn't yeah. a fan of Sandshrew until Alolan Sandshrew happened. Yeah. It looks like an igloo! He's adorable. Like, Alolan, Alolan Sandshrew is adorable. He is by far one of my favorite... You know, you have a thing for small, fat Pokemon like Togedomaru and Alolan Sandshrew. <laughs> You only gave two examples. You can draw a line between any two points. Okay? Pikachu? I'm, <laughs> Pikachu? Fat Pikachu? Fat Pikachu. I'm not it's a amazing. fan of Fat Pikachu. You are it now. You're just, like, you're just telling people that I'm a fan of things that I'm not a fan of now. You're spreading fake news here, guys. Um, no, well, uh, Totodile. <laughs> Checkmate. Totodile's not fat and chubby. <laughs> he kind of is. That's just because every old Pokemon was fat and chubby. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's because every old the Pokemon to- there. The I'd put Pokemon that you like Igglybuff Thatch. Igly- I'm not a fan of Igglybuff. I thought a lot of those babies were just like, oh man, let's just cash in on this right now, like baby Pokemon idea. Because like Pichu, Pichu is obvious like marketing. It was like, okay, we got a new generation of Pokemon. How do we make Pikachu new? They're like, well, we just make baby Pikachu. And- baby Pikachu! <laughs> and it worked. Uh <laughs> It worked. They made Pichu. What is the special thing about Pichu? Like, what move does it get that a Pikachu can't get? Uh, I think it's a Pichu. It can get Volt Tackle if you breed it. Ah, yeah, Volt Tackle. Better yeah. now though, because it Volt Tackle the tutor. Yeah, it's a tutor now, uh, so it doesn't matter anymore. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'll look at the moves real quick and become. Yeah, but then you got like Igglybuff and Clefable, which I'm just like, oh man. So you're just trying to make this a thing, huh? And the the only yeah. ones I thought were the only ones I think are reasonable in my mind are like Magby and Electkid. I think those are somewhat reasonable. Yeah, sure. because like, how did those emerge as fully adults anyway? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think those. I think those are very are fair because they chose more adult-looking Pokemon that could have like smaller forms. Yeah, for those. But I don't. I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of like Clefa. Clefa doesn't need to exist. Clefa doesn't need to exist. Neither does Igglybuff. And I mean, Smoochum's okay. It's not terrible. There were there are worse ones like Clefa and Igglybuff. You're um, saying that Smoochum is less terrible than Cleffa and Digglybuff. Yes, absolutely. What? Undeniably. I guarantee, like, if any listener is listening to this, they think opposite. Like, well, Smoochum we get, we looks like a freaking toddler now. with blonde hair and kissy lips. <laughs> it's better. It's better, I am. You can't tell me there's not something wrong with that. <laughs> like, if your Pokemon is not viable in Little Cup, it shouldn't be a baby Pokemon. That's <laughs> I knew it. If you're, not, yeah. if you're not viable in Little Cup, you shouldn't be a, your ba- the baby Pokemon shouldn't exist. Um, <gasps> but the only like upside to Pichu is that you get Charm, Sweet Kiss, and Nasty Plot. Yeah, he's bad. Then those are the only three like Pichu exclusive moves, which he's is bad. like Nasty Plot's the main one. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Charm certainly has some appeal. 
I think, to clever people. It can be useful. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I feel like you're wasting like, a turn so. to do it, though. Like, yeah. Sweet Kiss is better than that. I don't know, like a Pikachu. Like, so for like Charm, where does Sweet Kiss come from? Yeah, I could, I could get Charm for free for like switch outs. Like I could switch into two, I get two Pokemon with Intimidate and do the same thing Charm could do just by switching. Sure. And I did sure. And so like I can use it to get into a more advantageous position as opposed to like wasting a turn clicking Charm. That's mm-hmm. that's my only thing. Okay, but enough about the competitive talk. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a good place to to end it though. So if you guys have any things that you are surprised and Game Freak hasn't fixed in Pokemon, you can do so and send them to us at PokePodcast.gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. The mail, that's to clarify, the mailbag question is, why haven't they changed this yet in the Pokemon series? Go ahead and send in your mailbag. Yes. All right. So we are going to take a short break and go to commercial and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you guys on the flip flop. Hello, concerned parents of wandering children. I am Ivanka Vasilevich, spokeswoman of the Devon Corporation Family and Child Services Division. Today, I broadcast you a safe alternative to hiring a nanny for your rambunctious preschoolers. Introducing Drift Flim Daycare, a revolutionary new facility where your child will be monitored 24-7 by our watchful team of Drifloon and Drift Flim. Due to their ability to fly and their patient gaze, your child shall never escape the facility other than at the pre-approved walking period, where your child will be guided on a walk through the woods with one of our resident blimp Pokemon, Esdorva. Prices begin in lump sum payments of 36,000 Pokemon yen a month, an excellent price for the thrifty working family. Drift Limb Daycare. Drop off your child today. And uh, no refunds. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 727, Incineroar, the heel Pokemon. Although it's rough-mannered and egotistical, it finds beating down unworthy opponents boring. It gets motivated for stronger opponents. So it's like me. <laughs> oh, man. That's... Wow, okay, that's two for the day. I think I'm done now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Man, somebody somebody who's new to this show is just going to be like, wow, this Thatch guy, he's an egotistical prick. Uh... <laughs> oh, but either way, Incineroar is a cool Pokemon, actually. Um, he just got uh, access to his hidden ability. Cool. It's a fire type. It's a fire. <laughs> oh, God. And you're just making it worse now, Scrawn. You're making me look better. Um, and so... That's what my job is. <laughs> <laughs> I make you look good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's why I do Thatchless episodes every once in a while, so I can make people miss me. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh. bad. I feel so mean oh. saying that. That hurt oh. me to say, because, like, you guys do a good job at those. Oh, uh, man. I thought the last one was good for the record, Scrawn. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Incineroar's got a base stat total of 555, like a lot of starters. And his base stats are 90 HP, 110 attack, 80 defense, 100 special attack, 80 special defense, and 95 speed. What? I'm, I'm, wait, I'm, wait what? 80 special defense? Wait, wait, wait. 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 I'm on Arcanine. 
Um, yeah. Okay. No, I, wow. I don't know how I got an Arcanine. Okay. Base ninety five HP. Oh, base one hundred and fifteen attack. Base ninety defense. Base eighty special attack. Base ninety de- special defense and base sixty speed. Ba- Five thirty base stat total. Wow. So I just yeah. read you a far better fire type Pokemon. Uh, fire type uh, Pokemon's description. And instead of the only starter final evolution that actually had a lower stat than its pre evolved form, yeah. which is its speed, which is like it's thirty lower than. Then Tortek. Yeah, Tortek got like 90. And... Yeah, Tortek got 90, Linton got 70. Yeah. So Incineroar gets 60, but that's because he's a heel wrestler. He's a dark type, okay? And he doesn't get a terrible... Like, his move pool is pretty decent. Like, his not move bad. pool is actually fantastic. He gets uh, Darkest Lariat and Throat Chop, which are decent dark type moves. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, he gets a good... He gets all the fire type moves, like all of them. You get um, Flare Blitz. You can get Outrage if you really want it. Cross Chop uh, is a fighting type move. Oh, he gets Leech Life. Yeah, Leech yeah, Life. Everybody gets it's... Leech Life. After we made it to the TM, it's just like, you get Leech Life, and you get Leech Life, and you get Leech Life. And, <laughs> and then on top of that, they made Leech Life a not garbage move. I think it's one of the oh, moves yeah. that got the biggest buff, like, ever. Oh, it, I, I believe it did the biggest buff in the game. It's like it the biggest like buff that's ever happened. To 80. It was like 20 like, to 80. It was absurd. Yeah. Like mm. Zubats are good now, like <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, oh, like, oh god, they yeah, it used to be like a little baby move. Now it's just like ah, now this is the same thing as Scald, except Bug type, and it does <laughs> it heals you, and so it's I mean it's decent. On top of that, if you're really really worried about that speed, he gets Flame Charge, so like you get your little buffs that way. Um, yeah, but it's acrobatic, he gets, gets acrobatics. Oh my gosh, Bulldogs, Shadow Claw, Earthquake. Oh my gosh, he's just he's just eating it up. And on top of that, oh, with that like, with that bulk, it's just fantastic. His bulk just makes yeah. him so good. I'm so happy with yeah. that. Doesn't have terribly good defensive typing, but I think with the introduction of Intimidate, that's sort of offset. Oh yeah. yeah, no with with Intimidate, I think that's the thing that he needed to make him good. Oh god, he also yeah. gets Drain Punch. He gets Endeavor what? for that weird. He gets. Ooh. Iron Head, Knock Off, Low Kick, Thunder Punch, Stomp, Superpower, Stomp, Oh my Tantrum. gosh. They're all like tutor moves. Yeah, there's a lot of coverage there. Wow, and so like, Incineroar is just like a good Pokemon now. He's, a, he's like a, just a good, like, versatile attacker. Yeah. Well, because it hasn't been... Because he makes be, himself bulky. He's got slow U-turn. You can run Scarf or fast U-turn. Or well, faster U-turn. Well, because uh, it turns out that Incineroar just got Intimidate and Smogon hasn't been able to adjust yet, it's still in the NU tier, but I don't expect it to be there for much longer. It's probably going to go UU at the very minimum. I think it's going to go UU. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to go UU. But yeah, like you said, like throw, slap an Assault Vest on there, slap Intimidate on it, and then because the Intimidate um, effectively helps its defensive stat, and then the Assault Vest is helping its special defense out. And Darkest Lariat, I think, is a solid move. I think he could run Flare Blitz or something like that. Drain Punch, I think, is a fantastic choice as well. Um, On top of this... Yeah, and knock off or, lo- or darkest lariat, either or. Ooh, that's true. I forgot to get knock off. Um, the other thing to note is that he got he has access to fake out. So if yeah. you are um, in VGC, that's a huge plus. I think. I think Incineroar Incineroar is already like in the top twenty usage for VGC, and I think we're going to see him go up now that he has intimidate. He also gets power trip too. So if you want to do some weird Ooh. stat stuff, like oh, you're like um, we'll just do welcome, welcome charge to charge shuckle like twice. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Shuckle Town. And, power trip. Uh, it's not power trick. Power trip. But yeah, it's obviously, like stored, dark store power. Dark store power. Yeah, power trip. It's like stored power except dark and physical. Yeah. yeah. Physical, physical. Um, but as always, 
Uh, I think the best way to run one is just slap it, slap 252 in HP and 252 in attack and then just go. Yeah, just go. With salt best. Yeah. Yep. Probably for best singles, way. that's probably the best way to go. In singles. If you're, if you're yeah. going to go for VGC, though, VGC ha- definitely has its uses of Incineroar. And it's, it's very similar. You'd want to run Fake Out and then Darkest Lariat or Knock Off. And you can get away with like another Fire-type move. And I honestly think U-Turn's going to be a viable option now with Intimidate because you can just cycle it with Lando. You might even be able to be able to get away with like not much attack investment and just even for singles, yeah. like not much attack investment and just put more in special defense or defense to make him bulkier, mm-hmm. even speed to speed some minor things. Yeah, he's a good mon though. He's a really good choice. Yeah, uh, he, he's got yeah. a lot of coverage now. So definitely consider. Why is he called uh, the heel Pokemon? Because, because he's a heel the wrestler. wrestler and the like. The villains in wrestling are called heels. Mm-hmm. And oh. so he's a essentially he's in. He's a wrestling villain. Yeah, he's a wrestling okay. villain, and that's why he's the dark type too. Because yeah, dark because it, they they yeah. designed this awesome wrestler to Pokemon, and then they're just like, oh man, you know how much the fan base was gonna hate us if we make it a fighting type, and then they decided to make it a dark type. They made all the other firefighting starters the the actual like good wrestlers, and then they made <laughs> this one the villain. Oh, so just, just, just have, stop! Like, just stop with the firefighting types. Like that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. They just can't stop. Like they just keep coming up with these firefighting types because they can't, they like just can't not make a fire type Pokemon evolve into a not humanoid bipedal monster anymore. It's whoa, Incineroar weighs what I weigh. How much does it weigh? Uh, like 183 pounds. That's not terrible. That's about how much I yeah. weigh. Um, yeah. that's like normal human human it, weight. It looks like it would weigh more. Yeah. Well, how tall is it? Let's calculate uh, Incineroar's BMI. 11. Wow, his BMI it's is like fantastic. A normal human. Yeah, his BMI is fantastic for being five foot eleven. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why are we Why are we doing this? Because we care about Incineroar and his health. Okay, that's why you we're know, doing this. Uh, Doctor Shamu has taught me a very important lesson while you were away just now, and it's that the height of Pokemon <laughs> matter. So, and so he was he, talk, he talking a B- about how in the TCG. Uh, Cedric Juniper, the card, requires you to know the heights of all the Pokemon in order to be really? good. Really? Okay. So just memorize yeah. those and then you're fine. Yeah, yep. because if you, uh, what is it? If your opponent doesn't know the height of the Pokemon that you say it is, mm-hmm. then uh, uh, you draw three cards. And But if they get it right, they draw three cards. Oh, if they man. know them all, and then they just keep drawing, they deck themselves out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does it just go on forever? <laughs> completely optional. Is that how that card works? Read, read me Cedric Juniper's card real quick. I have it right here. Okay. So, <laughs> put a Pokemon from your hand face down in front of you and tell your opponent its name. Your opponent guesses the height of that Pokemon. Reveal the Pokemon. If your opponent guessed right, he or she draws three cards. If your opponent guessed wrong, you draw three cards. Return the Pokemon to your hand. You can't choose a Pokemon that does not have the height printed on the card. So you can't use like a GX or something like that. But, <laughs> so yeah. so what I'm hearing here is this is a way worse version of Tierno. Uh, it's more versatile than Tierno. Because you, you are just such a liar. They deck themselves out, or well, if they choose three. to, like they could just answer wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You just, just give you a free three card. This is such a bad. Yeah, Tierno does that too. <laughs> okay, it's a more complicated Tierno. Yeah, where there's an off chance where it's just bad for you. Yeah, that's all I'm hearing. Like it's just a backfiring Tierno. 
it's good. Trust me. <laughs> and this was released in, at the same time where Sharen was a thing, which is just Tierno. Yeah. No, I agree. I think How's the same card now too. But I, I, I was gonna say I'm really happy you never mentioned that, but uh, you kind of ruined it. Can you play? Can you play four How and four Tierno in the same deck? Yeah. Okay, because I know with like so, with, you do the same thing with Sharon, I believe. Well, you can't you can't do that with Sycamore and um and Juniper. Juniper. You couldn't do that. In oh, then, then I don't think you could do it with Tierno and yeah. okay. Sharon, like all no self-respecting individual picks How over Tierno. Yeah, that's true. Look at Tierno; he can dance. <laughs> Uh, but back to Incineroar, I calculated his BMI. His BMI is a 25.5, which is slightly overweight. Uh, but because of his muscular stature, it's probably okay. It's probably okay. Incineroar needs to lay off the, pa- the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no more Mickey D's for you. <laughs> uh, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. Oh, I was imagining him as a Hamburglar, but like red. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Incineroar in the TCG, he actually has, uh, so he's got a couple of cards, um, yeah. but I think the most notable one is probably Incineroar GX. Um, what about the one that's uh, Profane Punch, man? Is, is that the newest profane? one? Is that the one that's from Shining, Shining Legends? Legend one. Yeah. Definitely not that bad, I believe. Well, we're going to talk about this good. GX real quick. Uh, the, so this GX isn't terrible. You can like make it work, but the problem is there's yeah. better fire decks out there, mostly Volcanion. Uh, yeah. So for one fire energy on Incineroar GX, you can do Hustling Strike for 10 plus 20 damage for each of your benched fire type Pokemon. You can also do Tiger Swing for two fire and a colorless, which is 80 plus, and you flip two coins, and you, this attack does 50 more damage for each heads. Not that great. And then its GX attack is two fire and a colorless, which is Burning Slam GX for 200 damage. It also burns your opponent. So there's no reason for the burn because you just did 200 damage. Uh, yeah. But what's this new one from Shining Legends? I actually I haven't looked at it. It's, it's not the best, but for the first attack, it's not that bad. It's 170 for a stage two, which isn't like terrible for yeah. Pokemon cards. Like uh, Profane Punch is a fire and a colorless for 50 plus. If your bench Pokemon has any damage encounters on them, this attack does 80 more damage. That's that's the thing. There's a lot of bench sniping now. Yeah, not, like for for two energy, that's not that bad to be yeah, honest. The, third, the second attack yeah. is not flare blitz that great. where you just do one eighty and you discard all the energy from your Pokemon. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it, the only way that's even good is with stuff with the burning energy, but that's yeah. like you need two special energy down it to mm-hmm. do it, and that's still not really exactly. You know. That doesn't sound good. All right, no, but first that attack's is not that bad for what it is. But that's Incineroar. Yeah, it is a Pokemon, and I think it's pretty good. If you want to hear, catch up on more Piddle stuff, you can do so by checking us out at PucklePodcast.com. Claude Nine is doing an awesome job writing up articles for that, so definitely check that sure out. Is. And check out Battlecast later this week, where we'll talk more about battling things. So we are going to kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Yeah, okay. Yeah! And as always, we are going to be giving out the Green Tauros badge roll to anybody that we deem worthy. Well, it's actually based on who gives the most... Uh, helps us out with the discussion the most. So uh, let's get into it, though. We have three emails this week. 
The first one is going to be from British Gent. We always ask you guys a mailbag question every week. This past week was, what is, uh, oh my gosh, what was the question? Um, we were asking you about, oh man, oh man. Oh, what Pokemon you hate. That's what it is. We were asking you guys about what Pokemon you hate, and we want to hear from you. So our first email, like I said, is from British Gent. So let's dive right into it. Dearest Thatch and his bodacious co-host. What does bodacious mean? Is that is that good for you guys or not? Uh, well, bodacious, I, I think it usually has like two meanings. Uh, like one is sort of just like, you know, flavorful and full of, you know, pizzazz. And the other means that you are uh, buxom. I'm going to go with the second one. <laughs> um, you uh, got them curves. <laughs> well, what a week it has been. Uh, teams were picked and rivals were made all in one day. All the buildup and excitement all came together last Sunday. I believe he is referring to the Puckle Draft League or Piddle. But that's enough of Mother's Day. There was a draft stream I missed out on. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it to the draft stream, uh, the draft picking stream. But I'd like to thank the Really V for helping me out, along with Black Cobra. You mean Birdkeeper Cobra? Uh, with okay. some adv- I'm so I, glad I you realized that. <laughs> I, I realized it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> with some advice with the team, I have. I believe we shall be victorious. As a disclaimer, I see that all trades slash drops that were made was were done all by myself and had nothing to do with anyone else. I am at this point in time also inclined to say that I have not been looking into anyone else's teams or tiers. Your mailbag question this week had me thinking, what Pokemon am I tired of seeing? Well, it depends on what game I'm playing. Gens 1 through 4, mainly Zubat and Pidgey. To find them on the first few routes is fine, but when you find them all the way through to the last cave and route before the Elite Four is too much. Gen 5, Woobat, I felt, was everywhere. But there was going to be just one Pokemon I'm sick of ever seeing everywhere. It would be Tentacool. I know Tentacruel can be okay and during the gameplay, but they are everywhere. They are almost er- in every game. They are just too much. I am getting sick and tired of seeing them anywhere, everywhere. A question for you, though. If a Pokemon were to get a new, a different slash new form, e.g. Rotom, what would you, what would it be and why? I would much prefer Basculin to have a different form. I know it technically doesn't come on, but I, it really doesn't. Uh, I know it technically does, but come on, it really doesn't. Make one bigger than the other or something. Make the difference big. Next time, anyways, I'm off to do more prep work for the Draft League. Till next time, the British gent. Oh man, so what Pokemon would you like to see get a new form? Or Corio. Oracorio has four forms. No, no. four more. Okay, so I was totally down for Oracorio, like a fifth island to be revealed for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and it would be like light blue or something, and we get like ice type Oracorio. I was so I excited. I was like, I that was like my biggest dream. Hmm? Like, have Oracorio become like essentially Arceus, but have like every type of flying? I don't think that should happen, but that I thought happen. ice type Oracorio would be really fun, especially with it getting icy wind. That'd have yeah. been so much fun. Um, well, uh, let me think. I, I think it'd be really cool if there was like, uh, uh, I know like the closest thing we have to an iguana is like Sceptile, but like uh, one of the things about having the islands in the Galapagos, especially, is like maybe a marine Sceptile, so like a water type Sceptile, or something. Yeah, like a marine. I, I, I'm really hoping. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier, right? I was. I kind of hope we continue with this regional variance idea. We kind of get just something more like that. I, I would like Rotom to get another form. I think Rotom is missing out on the opportunities. We could get Rotom forms of everything, just electric type plus something else. And we just get a bunch of garbage Rotom. 
Like that sounds fantastic to me. We already have six. <laughs> Let's keep doing it. Like give me give me an electric shovel? steel type. Yeah, Rotom Rotom Shovel. 3DS form Rotom. Dude, I'm so disappointed that Rotom decks can't be used in battle. Like <laughs> mostly so my opponent can use it and I can knock it out, but like I'm I am so sad about that. I'm so sad. Oh, That'd right. be a funny little thing to have. It's just like, oh, look at that. There we go. It's like, I'm knocking them out. I'm knocking out Rotom Dex. It's fine. Uh, or let me catch the Rotom inside my Pokedex. <laughs> Make him shut up. Um, all right. So this next one's going to be from Linian. Uh, Shamu, you've got this one. Yes, I do. Hello, Thatched Roof Cottage, Professor Whale, and Scrimmage. Oh, Last... my God. <laughs> scrimmage? Yeah, That's what we got with scrimmage. you, yeah. Uh, whatever. Okay, go ahead. Last week you asked us which Pokemon we're tired of seeing, and my immediate answer was a group of Pokemon suffering what can only be called the Lucario effect. Let me explain. Back in Gen 4, coincidence, I swear, Lucario was chosen as the new Pokemon to be the center of, of a marketing push. One targeted at kids, just a little older than the cutesy stuff. It was a, one might say, super effective. As lord of <laughs> middle school art- artistic kids flocked to Lucario, there wasn't the fanfic for a year that didn't include this guy. Soon enough, <laughs> it was time for Generation 5. The same tactic was used, this time going with Zoroark, and Gen 6 had Greninja. While nothing has hit Lucario levels, all of these Pokemon simply hit me with the unwanted reminder of my middle school cringe phase, and I hate it. That being said, I pass a question off to you guys. What's the cringiest you've seen? What's the cringiest thing you've seen at a Pokemon event? Linian. Cringiest thing I've seen. I don't at know a if I could say any of them were the cringiest. I've seen uh, a lot of cringy things at a Pokemon event. <laughs> uh, you know, there's always going to be a lot of it, but like when uh, my experience is that there's usually a lot of really cool cosplay too. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like uh, for every for every cringe, there's like three or four awesome ones, right? Like. You always mm-hmm. end up with something, though. Like, ah, I don't know if I could say what the cringiest thing is. Maybe, like, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if I could say anything was cringy in general. You just get a couple of people who are always, like, you get the people who think they're better at Pokemon than they actually are. And it's, like, their first or second event, and, like, they get crushed, and they're just, they don't understand why. I think that's kind of cringy. Um, they're always They're always so sad. They're always so sad. <laughs> always so sad. Like I'm just like I'm sorry that you're not as good at Pokemon as you think you are. I mean, it's kind of more mainstream, but I I find like the you know uh, the beauty pageant style parents who follow their kids around and think they're the best ever at Pokemon. Oh, that is kind cringy. Of cringy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh wait, I just came up with it. Okay, so back in 2011, this was a really long time ago. Now, um, I went to Pokemon Nationals like back when before it was like a huge event and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we were, I was there with uh, the two guys that were helping me with the show at the time, Sergeant App. And we were, we were in Indianapolis Convention Center and we we're there for nationals. And the cringiest thing I saw, what, there was a cosplay. Some lady dressed up as Jesse from Team Rocket, right? And right. I mean, she wasn't very attractive or anything. And she, but she was there and she was just like walking around on her own and she kind of smelled. And she was just, like, wandering. She wasn't there for anything. She was just there dressed up as Jesse, and there aren't that many people around because that was before it was a huge thing, right? Like, if you go to Nationals now, that probably would have been normal. 
But back then, th- like this is a room with like folding chairs sitting around like one arena, and there's only like maybe fifty people playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> and so like it was super weird and cringy. That was probably the cringiest thing I've ever seen at a Pokemon <laughs> event. That's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna leave it with. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Scrum. Right. You want this next email from uh, Duly Noted? Right. Duly I'm noted. gonna go ahead and do this one in uh, uh, Batman voice. Hello, Thatch, Scrum, and the other host who wasn't listed in advance, but I'm sure it will be someone absolutely awesome. Aww. Duly noted here. I've been off the grid for a while, but I'm back and riding into the mailbag. You didn't give a prompt last episode, so I'm going to take this opportunity to respond to a previous prompt on the subject of virtual reality Pokemon. The way I think of a VR Pokemon game probably wouldn't become a reality until I would venture to guess uh, Generation 10 or 11. Have you read the book Ready Player One? If not, I highly recommend it. The movie comes out at the end of the month, too. This is the type of environment I would envision for a VR Pokemon. Not the whole Oasis thing, but we would need at least some readily accessible consumer-level haptic suits. And if you haven't read the book, you have no idea what the Oasis is. Smiley face. Think of it like the holodeck in Star Trek. The basic themes of Pokemon are still there. Where you explore the world, catch and battle Pokemon, and any other mechanics that arise over the next generations. But you do it in a 360-degree world where you are the trainer, POV, and you physically throw your Pokeballs, etc. The game would be the familiar setting, but instead of looking down on your 3DS or Switch, you are looking all around you, a fully immersive Pokemon experience. When your Pokemon battle, you are watching them in front of you, with your opponent on the other side of the battlefield, giving instructions to their own Pokemon. I think this would make for an awesome experience. Okay, my voice is hurting, so I'm going to stop. Uh, <laughs> If you go online, you can battle or trade with other trainers, and their avatar will appear in your virtual world, as yours will appear in theirs. I think a VR Pokemon game like this would be super fun! Now, of course, there would be limitations on the way you move around. Depending on the technology that comes out, I picture a large, multi-directional treadmill-like surface where you can walk, and the treadmill moves along with you. So you never physically move or step off the treadmill, but you do move in the game, no matter which direction you walk. Okay, maybe not until Generation 12 or 13, but I sure do see it as a very real possibility as technology advances and becomes available at the consumer level. So my question to y'all is this. Given such a VR world for Pokemon, what types of features would you like to see implemented in this VR Pokemon game? And when do you see something like this becoming a reality? Thanks for taking the time to read this. As always, this email is duly noted. I think, I think as always, when it comes to VR... I'm going to be a negative Nancy about this just because there's so many things that VR requires. Like it, oh, it's it, going to happen eventually. Like, okay. Okay. So, so I think the technology will get there, right? I think the difference is you're taking it from a, from a hobbyist thing to like the next level in terms of purchases, because if we're, if we're think, talking about a design like he is with the treadmills, which we've seen, you know, um, we've seen prototypes and stuff like that for, the problem is you need to start like making space in your house for this. Right. And that's the case with VR now. Like if you want to get a vibe, you need to have like a significant amount of room in your house. You can't just go in your room and really do it. No, you need like, exactly. Like, like I can't lay lot. in my bed and play Pokemon then. And that's going to frustrate me. Okay. <laughs> you know what I do? I go and lay in my bed and I play my 3ds. I can't lay in my bed and go to the Oasis. Like, 
I want to go lay in my bed and play my 3DS and go go do all those things. I don't want to walk around or anything. Um, now, like, now I, the, what we need is the Nerf gear. That's what we need. We need some SAO up in this. Just, no, just, just yeah, just something to like more of a. I don't know if virtual reality, but like altered reality. I don't even know. Augmented reality is the word. Oh, that's about. what it is. Augmented. Yes. We have that. It's Pokemon Go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna. I, I can't. I can't keep a straight face. It's just not. It's just so bad compared to what it could have been. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I think it just requires so much dedication at that point, which you're already gonna like knock off a layer of people. You won't knock me off because like I'm gonna play Pokemon, but you're just gonna see something like that happen. I think. Um, I think I think Nintendo will come up with more user friendly ways to do it before they try to do something like a full virtual reality dive in Pokemon. But maybe Pokemon just, like, sells out or something at some point. Or Nintendo mm-hmm. gets bought up by some bigger conglomerate and then they just push Pokemon games out or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Depressing. You're really depressing. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just telling it how it is, man. <laughs> okay. Like, we got the well, Switch instead of, like, real emails. VR. Uh, let's see. Who do I think was good? Oh yes, who do you who do you guys want to vote for the Green Toros badge roll on our Discord? I'm ambivalent. I think they were all decent. Yeah. I'm yeah like, okay. I'm gonna I'm, of... I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for who is the first one we read? Uh, that's uh, British Jet. I'm going for British Jet. All right. I think cool. the, I think I'm, I'm I think the that. Brit deserves it here. You know, we'll give it to yeah. the Brit. All right. So British Jet, you're gonna get that roll. It's gonna be fancy, and you're gonna be green and stuff. So check that yep. out. If you guys want to try to get the Green Toros badge roll next time, you can do so by going to, uh, what's it called? You can get, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com answering the question, um, what was our topic today? Uh, <laughs> well, how, how haven't they fixed this yet? Something with uh, that you think in Pokemon that should have been fixed by now in the mechanics. So please send us in an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Um, in the meantime, if you want to keep up with all the Puckly goodness, you can do so in a couple of different ways. The first way you can do it, is you can go check out our Discord. Uh, the invite link to that is down below in the show notes. You can check those out also on our website, PucklePodcast.com. Also on PucklePodcast.com, you can find links to all of our social medias, our Twitter, our Reddit, our Facebook page. So definitely like and follow those if you want some insider information about what's going on in Puckle. You can also go ahead and follow us on Twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast. All three of us here actually will stream on it somewhat regularly once I'm done with my graduate Once work. I graduate college yes. in May. <laughs> yes. once, I'm done, once I'm done with all of my graduate nonsense, I will be back on the platform. Jushiro is holding down the fort for the moment, for the time being. And it's a, it's a good time, though. We have a lot of fun on that. So definitely come and hang out. I'm hoping to get battle streams back up in April. So let's definitely cross our fingers and hope for that. I might I might do that after my defense. Maybe like after my defense, I'll just like go stream and get and drink beverages of a nature. Yes, um, but also if you want to help support the show in a financial way, you can do so in one of two ways. One, you can check out our T Public store. There's a link to that on our website as well as in the show notes. You can buy awesome T-shirts there, such as a Toxic Pepsi T-shirt. And we yeah, and everything you buy there helps out the show in some way. So please think about buying something there if you really want to help out the show. You get like notebooks and stuff there too. So it's uh, really cool. Talks of Pepsi. The taste is merciless. And you can also buy all of the Piddle team logos and help support your Piddle, your favorite Piddle teams uh, there as well. Um, if you don't have anyone to support, the Pittsburgh Piplups would appreciate it. We will also have it once all the designs are in, we will be having we'll have a general Piddle shirt as well. 
It's uh, all of it's the logos time. are super cool. Mm-hmm. Ozzy does a great job. Yes, he does. And if you want to help directly support the show, you can do so by going over to patreon.com slash puckle podcast, where you can get exclusive rewards such as trading card games with uh, Shamu's face on it. Um, so Wait, is, is it actually Shamu's face or is it like a derpy looking chuckle? Uh, you have to be a patron to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. Um, so that is going to be it for the show this week, guys. I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. And I'm Strah. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. As always, we here at the Puckle Podcast would like to thank our patrons for making what we do possible. So here we go. Thank you to Dark Flame, Ten Little Men, Duly Noted, Andrea, The Fluffiest Whimsicott, Locke, Shamu, Mongo87, Snag, Jushiro, Bosephus, Alvarin, Seth Vilo, Minor Manetric, Claude Nine, Chris, John, R Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Jester and the Golden Klefki, Uncle Oshawa, Trevor, TJ, Dexio, Ryusei, Shambles, Birdkeeper Cobra, Richard W., Daniel, Traby, Greg, Alec, Mikey, Kevin, Kenneth, Sparky, The British Gent, Brian, Rotted Mushroom, Orange Avenger, Thomas, Jedi DJ, Antonio, Dennis, Anime Grady, Travis, Mark, Beaverla, Inferno, David, and The Real EV. Thank you to all you guys. You guys can go become a patron yourself at patreon.com slash puckle podcast to get your name at the end of every podcast and also some other cool rewards. So definitely check it out. Catch you guys on the flip flop. Hold up. What was that? 
boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.